Here we go. Uh, Ryan is up. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? The revolution will be podcasted. Furniture will be moved. Danger, danger, we're back in the Truth Dojo. Hi, welcome to Tinfoil Hat. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. Uh, if you guys want to have a great time, go to the Tinfoil Hat Facebook page. You can see the guy who does the jump cuts of me fucking up uh, every intro. It's actually very funny, and I'm, only, I'm amazed that it only went four minutes. I thought that thing could be a, a long docuseries. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, you know who I am. You know who I'm here to do. Uh, join me as always, my partner in crime, the one, the only, Xavier Guerrero, XG, and the place to be. What's up? What's up? I feel like I haven't seen you forever. Yeah, it was like a little vacay. You've been out there just hanging out with the uh, the fucking vatos. Yeah, all cholos. Just dog. hanging out with cholos. Cholos, Vegas. Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah. Crazy. Posting pictures of dudes grinding on fat chicks <laughs> on the tinfoil hat. <laughs> I'm like, what does this have to do with conspiracies? I don't know. You were just drunk. you were just yeah, in the mood. I was on a good one. You were on a good one. <laughs> I ran into the go big check. or go home. That's <laughs> Vegas's new thing, guys. A lot of stuffs going on. We got to get to it because we got a great show for you. We're back in the saddle. Had a couple weeks off. Uh, mega shows are coming up, everybody. We got big shows coming up. Uh, next Tuesday is Comedy Chaos Live, brought to you by our good friends at abx.org. Absolute extract. Go to abx.org. Use the promo code Chaos. And you will get 20% off of all your purchases, whether it's flour, vape pens. They got this uh, weed for your vajayjay. Get that vagina barking, you know, a little beatboxing. You name it, dude. Let's say you got a cramp in your tiny toe. They got something for that. That's how specific this stuff is getting. Leave it up to the weed doctors to take care of everything, okay? Huh? What do you got? You know? What do you got, man? What do you got? They got weed for it. So go check that out. Go to abx.org. Use the promo code comedy. Oh, no, excuse me. Chaos. That's another one for the real. Uh, <laughs> use the promo code chaos and get 25% off. And they are presenting Comedy Chaos live at the Comedy Store. Uh, the lineup is Murder, Joey Diaz, Theo, Eddie Pepito, Mike Rappaport, and Eddie Bravo. First show. Second show is Anthony Jeselnik, Brandon Schaub, uh, Je- uh, Jessica Kirkman. Is it Kirkman? Or Kirk? Who did they do the special of? What? Kirsten? Okay. Uh, Finesse Mitchell, Corey and Chad. Lineups are great. Those tickets are moving quickly. Then that weekend, that Friday night, we are back at the scene of the crime. It is Tim Fall Hat Comedy Live. That's right. Live at Cobbs in San Francisco. This show will pack out. We went big last time. We're going bigger this time. Come and rock. 
the, my man XG will be there. I believe our, our weed dealer will be there, even though I am sober. Uh, we have a weed dealer. Tiger will be there. It is Friday the 13th. Come get weird. Eddie Bravo, myself, and we're going to do uh, our, our stand-up and our Q&A after. Grab those tickets now. Grab, you can go to SeatGeek. You can go to uh, CobbsComedy.com. Grab the tickets now. The following week, we are at the stateside at the at the... Was it the stateside at the Paramount, Paramount Theater, Theater in Austin, Texas? That's September 20th, Austin, Texas. It is time for the Tim Fall Hat, <laughs> Texas Comedy Massacre Part 2. Myself, Eddie Bravo, XG, and who knows who might pop in on that. Might be some very, very big, big dude might stop in and drop a couple truth bombs on us. So we'll see what happens. Go get that. And I am proud to announce a couple dates have been added to this thing. Okay. A couple dates. So, and then we're going to get to our guests for sure. Um, a couple dates. I'm very excited about this. Here we go. So, October 4th has been added. We will be, that's right, New York City. We're coming. It's not Skang Fest, which we love to do. It is a straight up tin foil hat comedy night. Myself, XG. I'm going to have my friends. Laura Petrie, she's going to join us on stage as well. It's going to be the four of us rocking, and we're going to be at the Gramercy Gramercy Theater in New York City. That is October, is it October 4th or October 3rd? I believe it's October 4th. It's a Friday. Then we are now going to be also in October 19th. We are at Salt Lake at Wise Guys, everybody. Salt Lake Wise Guys. Those tickets are now available, too. And then December 20th, we're at um, Portland and Mississippi Studios. The Mississippi Studios. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at BetDSI. BetDSI, for all your bet needs, go to BetDSI, use the promo code HAT100, and whatever you deposit in, they will match up to $500. Okay? So go do that. Use the promo code. Be a young Christian warrior. Make those bets. UFC, which is back on Fox, by the way. Nobody's talking about that, how they're on FX. Why are they on FX? Oh, yeah, because Disney owned Fox, too. Now we're down to four media companies. All right? So you see how I got a little bit of conspiracy in there? A little bit. Always. They they stopped crying about that. (laughs) So uh, you got UFC. You got boxing. You got got, uh, NFL's kicking up. Raiders going 16-0. Say you heard it here. Then we have (laughs) basketball's coming. You name it. It is a great time to bet. Use the promo code HAT100. Now, if you use the promo code, you got bet so much to actually be able to pull your money out. Uh, it is what it is, man. I love you guys very much. That is the that is the business. How, how what time? Six minutes, come dude. On, that's great. That's come on. It's great. Oh yeah. Last thing. Go to TFA. Go to TinfoilHatTshirts.com, and uh, we got all sorts of. We got skull. With the with the we I call that unicorn skull hat. Uh, I mean, you name it, it's all there. And then the Patreon is cooking with gas. Go to patreon.com backslash tinfoil hat, and uh, I'm putting stuff up there daily. So go check that out. Three four hours of content every week for five dollars. So go check that out. I think that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, joining us live via the power of Skype, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, one of the uh, best researchers in the business. Uh, he's huge in Japan. He's got his <laughs> awesome robe on with his 
Boycott Israel shirt on just to go hard in the paint. Okay, there we go. We know how he feels. You can hear Aaron's butthole just tightening up as he goes. He's, I like Jews. I like the Beastie Boys. Rappers are good people. Uh, my good friend and yours, we're here to, the man that we're going to talk a little Epstein. This is going to be a whole week of Epstein, everybody. Joining us, the one, the man, the myth, the legend, Ryan Dawson, everybody. How are you? I'm good, and you're going to be tested here as a real professional comedian if you can make jeff epstein funny uh trust me because it's can. about as dark as it gets <laughs> well you know I, i'm you know it is dark and you know i we have to do these shows because they're doing whatever they can to make the story go away and you know I, I mean dude another guy disappears that was investigating uh epstein in florida they had an investigator dead at 50 i mean they're just offing people left and right and we'll get in well ryan believes is he alive or dead towards the end of the show but ryan put out this amazing video that's been taken off about 14 times off the internet and he puts it back off uh guys go to bitshoot.com b-i-t-c-h-u-t-e.com Okay, and start supporting them. Don't just go to YouTube for your videos. Go to the place that is pushing all the videos, and I'm sure we'll find out some Mossad honeypot at some point. But at this point, go there and support people like Ryan because Ryan puts up his videos, and then boom, they're automatically taken down. Now that we found out Google is selling children's data without their parents' approval, like, and now we're letting Google decide uh, what's hate speech. You have to push back now. And it starts today. Today, the revolution begins. The Revolution Beat Podcast is. Ryan, where do we start with Epstein? I want to know. Just a, a quickly on Google, I actually flew to the European headquarters in Dublin, Ireland, and confronted them physically. That's how I got my channel back. I got all my strikes removed, warnings removed, and my videos are back up as of yesterday. When you mean but physically. But three months down the line, they'll probably yank them again, you know? What do you mean by physically? Did, was it a break off, a break dance? Well, I could not. I could not reach a person. You can't talk to a human being, and if you do, it's just some NPC sending you a script. And I said, you guys keep citing hate speech, but in your guidelines, you say promoting violence or prejudice, and then they list a whole bunch of groups. None of my videos do that ever. Have uh, it's basically just the SPLC and ADL getting rid of what they don't want. So. Since I couldn't reach anybody, I went there in person. I couldn't agree with you more, Ryan. Uh, I'm personally going through this right now. Uh, on accident, I, I, for like an idiot, I connected the uh, tinfoil hat Instagram with my personal account on Facebook. So all the stuff we were putting on was going right to my personal account, including Mossad's connection to 9-11. And man, I didn't even know. You ever put something controversial on Facebook and come back a week later and just the internet melted? A week? <laughs> a couple hours. Yeah, and that's what Fucking happened. Like- Dude, anti-Semitism, blah, blah, blah. And I, I'm constantly getting uh, ca- called anti-Semitism. I'm either getting called a gay Jew shill or an anti-Semitism. Like, pick a, a fucking lane for me. <laughs> That's all I got to say, but the, the connection... And I, the I get called both that and a Nazi, so, like, pick one. They're polar opposites, well, I right? I can beat you. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting called homo-Nazi, okay? So I got you beat, which we all know Hitler was. Hitler was a Rothschild who likes speed. You do enough speed, you're going to try to suck your own dick. So he was a gay Jew shill, okay? So that should be another shirt we make. <laughs> Hitler, gay Jew shill. 
Um, but I'm getting called this, and it's like that's the conflation. That's the conflating. That is identity politics for people to defend people they don't actually know, which is breaking the rules of the Ronin, uh, to com- actually defend a group. That is, you are you do not know them personally just because they're in your group. And dude, Israel, Mossad are not uh, Judaism. Just like the DNC, right. progressivism, social justice warrior is not liberalism. Okay, I have no attachment to the CIA, even though I'm from the United States. Right, <laughs> like, and like to defend them, like they didn't go cracking. That's just that's just lying propaganda. It's like no, it's 100 percent fact. And guess what? Mossad is just another, uh, a different name for intelligence agency, just like the CIA. It's like, you know what? Uh, uh, Eskimos have 40 words for snow. There's still mm-hmm. snow. It's the same thing. Whatever it is, it's some weird <laughs> Jesuit shit. And stop defending them because they're not you. And that's why we hear that anti-Semitism is on the rise. It's not on the rise. It's the conflating no, of, of, of these very higher up power structure people. You know, and, and with the everyday people like David Deary, one of my best friends, he's Jew. He's not running the world. He can barely make a pizza and keep his job. So it's, it's like, just it's, it's a sad it's a really sad defense to all these ism holics that scream. It's not just racism, anti-Semitism, it's sexism, it's transphobia, homophobia, xenophobia. Like there's a label for everything. And it's a way of ending discussion right there. Like when you start calling people literally Hitler or whatever, that you're not interested in having a debate or discussion at all. And the thing is, Israel's a country, and it does bad things like every other country, like Saudi Arabia. But it's weird to me, if I want to criticize Saudi Arabia, I don't get it that much for people say, well, you just hate Arabs or you just hate Muslims or something like that. Uh, people seem to be able to differentiate. If I want to criticize North Korea, no one says I hate Koreans or I hate Asians. They understand North Korean government is is what it is. But when it comes to Israel, there is a huge conflation where people feel like, oh, wait, I have an opportunity to virtue signal here. So I'm just going to ignore what's actually being said and go on autopilot screaming Auschwitz or whatever. You know? Right, for <laughs> and sure. And it's got nothing to do with it. I mean, we yep. see it with Canada. We've done two episodes on the show calling out the Canadian government. One was for uh, basically them just railroading this pipeline through this uh, uh this native canadian land and the second one is canadians uh the canadian government and their violation of what we believe freedom of speech is they don't have that in canada okay mm-hmm. but they basically find this comic for dealing with two lesbian hecklers who are heckling him and he called them out on being lesbians and they took him to court and i called them out on that not one canadian's been like why do you hate canadians never said that once because i love canadians i've said it here i beat off to israeli army twerk videos like sometimes you got you just can't get any cable and you just got a video <laughs> and boom you're beating off the weird shit i love jew chicks and number two on my super freak big board why do i have to do this with just this group how about uh big guys grinding on each other xg yeah <laughs> Um, if you're in Vegas, <laughs> depends. Yeah, he was at a pool and there was some. Gr- I, I don't know if that was before or after the intro, but he's like, "Hey, I hadn't seen you in a while." You posted Instagram pics of big boys. <laughs> yeah, well, fat chicks. He's putting fat chicks on the Instagram. But the point is, we oh, do big that. Girls, okay. You you go hard in the paint. You call it off. I I I know you might not want considers. I consider you a traditional liberal. I like in that love, peace, mm. everybody. You're against war. You for equality. Those are old mm. liberal v- uh, uh, beliefs. 
There's anything yeah, past it's liberal that. with a small L. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it's not progressivism. It's not leftism. It's not social justice warriors. I promote labor rights and all that. It's, but uh, what's become or what's called liberal today is unrecognizable. It's uh, it's just all identity politics. And, and it's done both on purpose. parties support war. Both parties support war. I mean, it was the Democrats that started both world wars and Vietnam and Korea. So you can't call the Democrats the For traditional sure. anti-war party. That we've never had an anti-war party. The liberal from libertarians, maybe going way, way back. You'd have to go back to like Coolidge or Taft or something to get that. But um, yeah, and they were they'd be considered. Everybody can, is uh, prior to Kennedy would look conservative compared to the nuts we have today. I mean, it's weird. The old religious right, which used to be all the pro censorship group. And then you got the progressives that outlawed alcohol, and they become this sort of uh, nanny state. And so it's that horseshoe theory. Like uh, both extremes, they end up with censorship. And I don't care if you want to call it fascism, totalitarianism, whatever. It's just authoritarianism. That's what it is. And you should be able to speak about issues freely and have nuance on things without somebody getting triggered because you're talking about a specific, some category or whatever. You know, we are allowed to criticize anyone. If I want to criticize the, what the government of Nigeria is doing, it has nothing to do with the biological groups that live there. Uh, that is a retarded conflation, and I don't even want to spend any more time like parsing out defense for it because anybody with common sense, if I want to criticize the Mexican government, that has nothing to do with Mexicans. For sure. It's, it's run by cartels. It is. You know, like I can say that. It's not. Uh, oh, it's yeah. not anti any. Gilad Osman has a good thing. He calls it the Azas. People go as a blank, like as a black, oh, as a I lesbian, as a Mexican, as a this. I have some special insight into whatever. Yeah, it's no, you don't. so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. And listen, dude, I loved you. One of my, you know, Joanna Angel, one of my favorite adult film stars. She has a hit series called Jews Love Black Cock. I mean, God bless her. Okay, <laughs> you know, God bless her. You know, each their own, dude. I don't. I, I my I'm from comedians in my life. The the shores. In my life, the, the shores who in the comedy store, my life would be garbage without them. This notion that I'm anti-Semitic is so stupid when I'm calling out an intelligence agency is just ridiculous, mm -hmm. man. So I want to get into because there's been pushback. Uh, you know, we got Adam Green from uh, No Now News. No more news. No more, no more news. No yeah. more news. Uh, he does a wonderful job. We're going to have him on very soon. And uh, he, he, he was talking about how, like, we've had the people on from Open Secret, that guy, talking about, uh, you know, uh, about pedophilia. And then he's got a clip of him, like, saying that Epstein and Mossad aren't, didn't work yet. And, like, that's a blatant lie. That's a full yeah. bone blade line. So let's get into it. Let's start from the beginning as early as you can go back, uh, Ryan. Because we, the you, you've got two conclusions when you see all the people around him. Either Epstein is working for Israeli intelligence, or Jews are just prone to raping kids, which I don't believe is true. I, don't I think believe it's the that intelligence well. agency, Either. and they're blackmailing people, and that's why they're all so loyal to each other, and that's why they're trying to cover up for one another. Uh, not because they're all independently into the same thing or something. There's no way this guy it was a solo act. Like a guy saying, hey, kid, come come to the van or whatever. That's a, a creepy pedophile. Somebody making hundreds of millions of dollars and sponsored internationally by billionaires with modeling agencies and private uh, private islands and stuff, that, that that's intelligence. And his procurers are tied to intelligence. His financers are tied to intelligence. Uh, you can't get any more deep 
you can't get any more obvious than what Jeff Epstein was through the the Maxwells and the Bronfmans and the Wexners and stuff. I mean, they had the mega group, Israeli pressure group. That's where he gets his money. So okay. to act like, oh, yeah, there's nothing there. I mean, you're... <laughs> I that just learned about the mega group. <laughs> I just learned about the mega group. What is the mega group? So the mega was set up in the 90s uh, by a bunch of Jewish Zionist billionaires. Let's point that out. Let's call them Zionists. And it's uh, Canadian billionaires, American billionaires, a lot of diaspora. But the purpose of the group and is set up by the president of the World Jewish Congress um, as well as the the chairman for United Israel Appeal and United Jewish Appeal, which are, I guess, different groups. Uh, but they're under the auspice of the uh, Council of Jewish Federations. And then you have Michael Steinhardt and Leslie Wexner, all these hardcore Zionists that donate a lot of money to Israeli politicians and run all these philanthropy groups, are, which are just fronts. They're pro-Zionist groups. It's a way of uh, laundering money around to, to influence uh, things in a positive direction for the state of Israel. They set up this group of billionaires, uh, and they meet twice a year. And their whole purpose of the group is to uh, push Canadian and American politics in a Zionist direction so that they favor Israel. And these are the people that are financing Jeff Epstein. That's who gave him a $77 million house. Yeah. Um, I, I, set up the Wexner Foundation and laundered money to Ahud Barat, a prime oh minister of Israel, God, who dude. also moved around, known rapist, you know. So that's unbelievable. Uh, anyone saying there's no no intelligence connection there just doesn't know anything about Epstein. So let's get into this real quick. I want to know who is like, where does Epstein go? Like, where's his family? Where's his I know he's got a brother because they said that that might be part of uh, who got his estate. But who? Where does he come from? Because it seems like this guy got dialed in right from. He's incredibly smart. We know that. Like, he's insanely smart. But something about him gets him dialed up very quickly with this very high end group of very powerful people. Was there even a funeral? No. See, like, there was no one. I didn't see no one more. And everyone was just no, like, no. all right, homie died. Yeah, homie died. Like, <laughs> that's the whole thing. Like, where? Like, the they put him in Florida next to his parents' graves. That's what they tell us. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. where does he come from? So he, the earliest we know is when in New York and New Jersey. He said he went to uh, – he never even finished college. He, he went to NYU and dropped out. He said he went to Stanford. He didn't. The guy is a serial liar. I mean that's what he had. Very street smart, you could say. Uh, I mean he misspelled his own name on the board when his math class. So – I what? don't know how bright he is. Where did, where did you hear that? People, other smart people that talked to him said this guy's a complete charlatan. I mean, he, he was he surrounded himself with scientists and whatnot, but he really didn't know what the hell he was talking about. They just listened to him because they wanted his money. How but uh, what he was good at was um, finding people's weak spots for honey traps and blackmailing them. And you don't have to be that smart. You just got to be a hustler. It's a different type of intelligence. He certainly had that, but... He wasn't some like genius financial wizard or anything like that. Everything he did was criminal. Everything he did for Bear Stearns was criminal, but Bear Stearns itself is criminal. So the earliest we have him is uh, as being a college dropout that gets a job at the Dalton's private school, uh, where whose headmaster, by the way, also molested and lived with a 14-year-old girl. And then he, that's where he meets uh, 
his future boss, Ace Greenberg, who's also been brought up on charges of molesting girls. Now, so. now you were saying off camera before the thing, his family was real estate in New York. Is that where he gets plugged into the power play? Was Mark Epstein, his brother, is in real estate, and Mark actually owned the buildings adjacent to uh, Epstein's rape mansion in New York, where they housed a lot of models. And a lot of these models came from Jean-Luc Burnell, uh, who has an office in Tel Aviv, as well as New York and Miami. And they're moving around these women, and not even women, a lot of them are girls, 12 to 14 years old, like kid models. Uh, a lot of them from Eastern Europe and stuff, and they would get them uh, set up in Mark Epstein-owned property, who just sort of like said, I don't want to know. But he, you know, he had to know what his brother was doing. And if the girls didn't comply, well, they could make them homeless or take away their uh, passports. So that was sort of the leverage he had on these young oh women. And then we'd lure them over right across the street from Bill Cosby, by the way. Oh. What a dangerous neighborhood for kids, right? Talk about <laughs> Rape Alley, huh? It's a, it's a bad neighborhood if you're a young That uh, really young girl. is a bad neighborhood, dude. Holy shit. Bill Cosby wow. on one side. Epstein on the other side. They knew each other, by the way. Cosby was more into, like, drugging grown women and playing with their toes and stuff. <laughs> that was his. He had a foot fetish, just like Prince Andrew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't so. even get uh, – we're going to get into some Prince Andrew shit, too. Um, oh, that so- whole – that whole – the whole royal family. I mean, this has happened many times in the U.K., and they cover it up all the way to the top. Many well-known pedophiles from Jimmy Savile on uh, that uh, everyone knows, everyone seems to know, and nothing ever happens until after they're dead. Then it's like, oh, yeah, do you know what this guy was into? Oh, by um, the way, I don't think anyone honestly, outside of being told to care about pedophilia, I mean, like, on the smallest levels, like, if somebody's in your neighborhood does it, people get irked. But on a national level... Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And they act like they do. They don't. Penn State didn't lose a minute of football time. They they vacated some wins, which now people at Penn State are trying to get back. Think about that. You literally got busted running a giant pedo ring, and you're now trying to get wins back. At some point, you got to be like, hey, we deserve that, dude. We deserve that. Now, if you went to Penn State and you're like, oh, like, hey, I'm sorry, dude. There was not a minute. Show me what this woman, Laura Silsby, is working in, like, Florida's version of Amber Alerts. Where is the consequences? Where are they? Well, people don't seem to care about murder and stuff either unless it's their neighbors i mean that goes on and on all the time and uh, we have politicians that advocate it we're starving children in yemen nobody gives a shit we gave country to al-qaeda nobody gives a shit we had reinstituted slavery in libya no one gives a shit that's Um, unbelievable you people care about what they're told to care about they're told to care about russiagate they'll post about russiagate all day every day and it's a made-up thing you know i agree with that but you get real and we'll talk about Epstein today, but we could have talked about Deborah Jean Palfrey. We could have gotten to Mark Foley, Dennis Hastert, all these well-known pedophiles of the past. The D.C. Madame who ran a ring, similar thing, blackmailing Wall Street with little kids and oh, she uh, was doing that? homosexuals, etc. This isn't new. It happens all the time. So the lady that hung herself, she was involved with pedophilia? 
she was involved in setting up honey traps for politicians, and the politicians oh. were involved in, in extramarital affairs, oh. closet homosexual acts, and pedophilia. Universe yep. got you, lady. You, you know, universe got you. So he goes to. Uh, well, she she was murdered. Yeah, Redding Palfrey was murdered. Yeah. She was trying to spill the beans on everybody, and uh, they she was killed at her mother's house before her appeal from a tree. After right after she saying, said, "I will never yeah. kill myself," she got Clintoned. Yeah, <laughs> and here's the funniest thing about this, and by by funny, I mean super sad and super disgusting. It is literally a running joke. That Clintons kill people. And yeah. nobody cares. Nobody cares. And there can, you could have outrage like a motherfucker for Louis C.K. trying to do stand-up again. Why Chris Brown tours to packed arenas. You can get really upset about O.J. having a Twitter account, which he shouldn't, okay? The guy off two people, all right? R. Kelly. R. Kelly. You see OJ's first tweets? Oh, yeah. He's golfing with, he's golfing with one glove. Oh, <laughs> my God. But, dude, whoever told him to do that was so smart because he put, the, I did it, uh, the bitch gives good head, fuck white chicks, you know, where can I, you know. I'd and kill then anything just, for pussy. Yeah, and it just blew up. Someone told him to do it. It's like they, it just blew up. And now he's got a bazillion followers. But nobody cares. Like, dude, there's like all these cops in New York City who have some association to uh, Anthony Weiner's laptop getting fucking off. Another guy just died. Another guy just died. And everyone's like, nobody cares. Nobody cares. This guy who, uh, this uh, one dude who was working with uh, 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 Hillary Clinton and giving away all the information, some inside scoop about the shit she was doing in the election. Had to put out a post. I'm the happiest person alive. I don't want anything bad to happen to me because it's a known fact that they off people and nobody cares. They'll find you on railroad tracks. Yeah, with the kids, with the two kids, and an old wrestler comes out. Go, I watched them kill these two kids. Nobody cares. There's no concern that two murderers are just going to probably get to old age. And you know who's sitting in jail right now? For telling on Hillary, Julian Assange. Yeah. He's in jail and she isn't. Because she because he told the truth about things she did. Yeah. So that we, put we him got, in that made him an international most wanted criminal, right? We gotta get him out. He, he, he we do. He's sitting in prison. I was just at when I was in London, that's one of the things I did is I attended a, a pro Assange Manning rally. And you know, it's something that you know, I know, everyone knows. And yet he's in jail anyway. Our society's sick. Like these monsters, these Epstein creatures and stuff, they have to metastasize in a certain environment. And we have this weird environment where people don't even decide what they care about and don't care about. It's coming straight from the program. And I'll, I'll plug this again because I thump this like some people thump the Bible. Everyone needs to read the Unabomber's Manifesto. And I was watching a, an interesting discussion with elon musk and jack ma the other day i wonder if elon with his fear of ai and the way technology is going has he read the unabomber manifesto because if not i'd love for him to jump on that well you know the whole thing is like he predicted it all giselle maxwell as well like how how in it is he how deep is he well, Jesleen's a she. You're thinking of Robert Maxwell, I think. No, no, no. Robert, her I, father. I no, I'm talking about uh, 
uh, the guy who does um, fucking Teslas. What's his name? Elon Musk. Oh, Elon Musk. Musk. Yeah. Musk has been with with. Uh, there's pictures of him hanging out with Giselle Maxwell. I don't know. I also get very nervous when we automatically assume because somebody has a picture with somebody that they're automatically a pedophile too. I get a little nervous about that. I think. Well, he was definitely a target, and apparently, he didn't take the bait. Um, because oh. everyone would be all over that if there was evidence for that. Uh, they tried to target uh, people in the tech industry because that's what Israel is interested in stealing. And so a lot of science, a lot of technology, these were the targets. And it, they also, you know, there's the Clintons. Anybody that already had some sort of uh, public acknowledgement for, for a weakness, you know, because Clinton's adultery and his rapes and everything, anybody, that's why you see this list like Woody Allen, Kevin Spacey, Cosby, people everyone already knows are into that. Immediately, the Epstein's and Maxwell's go to them and be like, "We got your poison." You know, if you have any sort of position of power, and it comes to light that you're into banging hookers or whatever, uh, Epstein will be there. Do you? And think, so you'll see a list of them. Do you think that sex at some point, and it, this is centuries ago, was demonized specifically for this, specifically to use as blackmail? At some point, they go, okay, we're going to make being gay. We're going to be making, uh, you know, being in the weird shit. Uh, you know, at some point, and we know emotionally that children cannot handle the the act of sex. It fucks with them psychology. So we've all agreed at a certain age that you have to wait to a certain age for them to comprehend and be able to agree to want to do something. We all agree that's, that's, that's right. But at some point, you know, we, they, they used to marry 12, 13-year-olds, and, and we all agree that's wrong. But at some point, they, they made that illegal. Do you think that was solely done? Because I, I find that laws aren't passed because they care. It takes a lot mm -hmm. for people to pass a law because they care. They usually pass a law because there's an angle being done. Do you think there's anything to this that maybe they basically just outlawed that just so you could use it for blackmail? I mean, for the majority of time, they just abused kids. They used to shove them down chimneys and didn't care if they were getting cancer. They used to tie them to the whipping post. There were public floggings of young kids. They used to. There were no child labor laws. Uh, they put them right in the fields. And what changed it was parents. Like a lot of parents, I don't want that happening to my kid. I don't want creepy rapists. On, and it's slowly, but it took a long time to fight for basic liberties for children. Right. And it becomes taboo. Uh, but it always kind of was like even when it was legal, it was still looked down on like just because you can doesn't mean you should kind of thing no, in, I, in the I, same I'm way like, like sweatshops are legal, but nobody like loves it or anything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, besides the, the people benefiting wrong. from it. It's disgusting. But why at some point did they make it illegal? And I agree that like what, it should be illegal. But why? Why? Like, what well, is it, it? It is interesting that like homosexuality as it becomes uh, normalized and acceptable no longer is the go-to blackmail that you like that's that's the traditional blackmail that they had on hoover when hoover was having a sexual affair with clyde tolson and costello and lansky of the mafia had blackmail on the blackmailer because hoover went around gathering sexual blackmail on everybody kennedy johnson anybody that was anybody he would get their secrets him and his g-men well the mob had the secrets and the guy with all the secrets so that's all you have to do is bottleneck it you find the head guy and you blackmail the blackmailer and that's what Maxwell was doing. Maxwell had the blackmail on Epstein. Epstein had blackmail on everyone else. And they were channeling it in to Israeli intelligence. Because if you want the Americans to leave you alone, 
you just involve Israel in your crimes and you're untouchable. Well, yeah, they used uh, but to do that. he pushed it too far. With the 80s, they realized that if you didn't, uh, if you included uh, Israel in the whatever illegal activities, that the mainstream media wouldn't touch it. You know, like if you drug want to dealing, trade drugs, um, you just yeah. make sure Israel's in that chain somewhere, and your narcotic business will be left alone. Yes, again, and this is not the, today. Before yet. that, it used to be China. When we were supporting KTM against the communists, most of the the opium and stuff coming to the United States before the French connection even was uh, through Chinese suppliers. So we real the mafia realized, and I think Doug probably talked about this on your show, but they realized as long as. Uh, as anti-communists are on the supply side, uh, they'll leave the distribution side alone. Because if we go down, they go down, and they're looking at a bigger enemy. And so as long as you involve yourself some way uh, in, in that nexus, then the FBI, the big people, will leave you alone. Epstein screwed up by personally pissing off Donald Trump before he was president. And that's why he got banned from mar largo because he was recruiting young girls from, our, from Trump's estate. And so... Back in uh, 2005, Trump put the cops on him because prior to that, Epstein tried to buy property adjacent to Trump's property that Les Wexner used to own. And he sold that to uh, uh, Gavin, who got in trouble and had to liquidate his assets. So they were going to – it was a fire sale basically. And Epstein's like, I know Trump is broke. I'm going to buy up this property that he wants right in front of him, right? Yep, yep. People and, don't know this. Trump, no, people don't know this. And Trump, uh, and Trump's just involved. I mean, he and the Kushners—they're sexually blackmailing people too, not with kids, as far as I've seen, but drugs, uh, all everything, all the regular New Jersey, New York mafia activities. Right? Trump's there with Bob Labuti. He's there with He's Tony Soprano, money, or, right? Tony Solano. Excuse me, who the Sopranos were based off of. <laughs> uh, He's sitting there in WrestleMania 4 in the front row with Bob Labuti watching uh, Macho Man and Hogan go at it, which, which Trump's financed in Atlantic City. That's the last, WrestleMania 4 and 5 are in Atlantic City. He's friends with Vince. Uh, and They're... Vince, of course, with the Fertitta brothers who bought it out, the old Mo Dallas, Hank Greenspun thing, which now the UFC sold. And da, 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 da. It's all mafia stuff. That's all. Anything in Vegas is mob. Well, I mean, uh, if so you also. It's not like they're innocent. Look they at... do fight with each other, just like drug cartels. Rival drug cartels will go after each other, and they all trying to control the law. Epstein had basically bribed the police in Palm Beach, hundreds of thousands of dollars in donations. But Donald Trump uh, is a, is another billionaire because he his father was still backing him at this time. He pulls some money together from from two things: the Hyatt, which he had bought and invested in, started doing very well, and the Apprentice show was pulled in about uh, two hundred fourteen million. So. He took those proceeds. He outbid Epstein by like $1 million. He got the property, which expanded his Mar-a-Lago resort. Epstein was furious, uh, was going to tell everybody how broke Trump really was. I spent his last time to do this. And so Trump's like, okay, yeah, well, you know what I heard? I heard you're recruiting 14-year-olds from my tennis courts and locker rooms, one of which was Virginia Roberts, and put the cops on him. But when you're going after what they thought was a billionaire, you need a lot of evidence. And uh, so it wasn't it didn't really come to fruition until the end of 2007. And then everybody knows from then on the the deal with Acosta and so on and so forth. But the Real guy quick. that really got him that deal was the was the D.A. in Florida, Barry Christian, who got an award from the ADL. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, oh gives my. him this deal. So hold on, Ryan. And wanted to give him immunity. Hold on. 
Ryan, real quick, I want to get into some. I want to back up just a tiny bit. We're talking about uh, Trump's uh, Trump's shadiness. I mean, uh, I, again, dude, I, I, I question every, especially if you're a billionaire. If you're putting your hopes on a billionaire, okay, I root for the president because he's the president. I, I don't, I don't ever act like I'm not uh, uh, delusional about what that position uh, entails. Okay. But, I mean, like, the word is is that Trump's casinos weren't doing well, so he was uh, washing money for cartels Mm -hmm. uh, way back in the day. And that this deal that you're talking about, this presidential deal, which is huge, this is where the Dutch Deutsche Bank comes into. That everybody was like, why is Deutsch, why, why is he giving them loans? And they were trying to make that into a big deal. Why is this billionaire getting loans when you can't get a loan? It's not right. A billionaire's doing meanie <laughs> stuff. And it's like, this is the deal that they're talking about. And basically, when, when Hillary in an email goes, if this guy gets elected, we'll all be hanging from nooses. I believe this is what she's talking about. She's talking about all the shit that Epstein has on all of them. And they know he's going to go to war with Epstein. Now, my opinion is, because everything you said right now is something I've been, I've been screaming to people, yeah. is that uh, good. he knew that Acosta gave that deal and that the reason he hires Acosta is because he knows eventually he's going to go after Epstein again because this is a war and what better way to get the media to promote that this guy got a fucking sweet deal before than to hire the guy that's credited with giving him the deal no not the guy you said but in the in the major uh, yeah. mainstream media and now that's the, the only reason they're talking about it is they yeah. think it led to Trump Yes. That's the only reason they didn't they didn't give a crap about any of the first names I was given out that nobody cared. It's because of the Acosta Trump thing that makes it sexy. And they're like, oh, Trump said Epstein likes young women. Ha ha ha. Yeah, he was banned from mar lago for 15 years. They're fighting over property. They did. Trump did win that and got the property away from the, the Wexners and uh, stuck it in Epstein's face. But Epstein, I mean, Maxwell used to go bring Trump uh, lunch and brag about he's crying under his covers. He's lost all his money. They thought it was great. Like, we're going to shame this New York guy that, you know, he thinks he's as the best or whatever. Because Trump was all into the models and so on, yeah. too. He married who three isn't? of them, right? Like, who isn't? That's one thing I heard. Supposedly not, that, right? that Epstein wanted Ivanka, and that's what kind of pissed up Trump. No, that's well, maybe. A, that's I mean, one they thing all that I heard. Too. Yeah, that, and that Trump wasn't that, feeling it. Epstein's all into that ballerina look. He's into that braces, still flat chested, like little kid <laughs> thing. That's daughter. his thing. Yeah, his daughter. Oh. That Jeffrey was like, yo, what's up with Ivanka? And Trump was like, what the fuck are you I'll talking fuck about? You yeah, up. I'll fuck you up type of shit. Oh my God. This is so crazy. People don't get this. And again, I'm not You know saying- what, too? Is a lot of these mobsters from New York and New Jersey that they'll shoot somebody in the face, they'll, uh, they'll bring in helicopters for the cocaine and all that. But like, I ain't fucking a kid, you know, like, like when it comes to pedophiles, or whatever, they're all like, uh, uh-uh, I'll shoot that motherfucker. Like yep. they're not doing that. They don't deal with that. Uh, yep. For yep. a while, they wouldn't even deal with drugs. They're like, keep it in only these neighborhoods. We're not doing that for Italians and, and whatever. Uh, so e- even, even hardened criminals have a line that they won't cross. Right. And is that apply to Trump, Ryan? Does that apply to Trump? Is there a part of Trump? 
that is like that is the hope that I, I had a discussion with my friends here today. It's like I support Trump in what appears to be somewhat of a war on pedophilia. I believe it is. Yeah. And I believe he's that been going is- after them. he's been quietly going after them and this is the big one and was timely because part of Trump's motivation to do this is because Ahud Barat is challenging Netanyahu in their election this month, September. And Ahud Barat is deep in the Epstein affair. So one way of take because Trump is when it comes to Israel, he's total Zionist. I mean, he's got a, uh, he gave him the Golan Heights. He wanted to move the U.S. embassy, declared Jerusalem the capital. He's done everything they wanted. And he's and Kushner and uh, Netanyahu are the best friends. When Netanyahu comes to the United States, he sleeps at Kushner's house. OK, God Charles Kushner. Damn. And Charles Kushner is involved in sexual blackmail and went to prison for it. Okay, convicted of that. Convicted of illegal. I made a movie, Trump's Zionist Ball and Chain. Goes all into all this. But you know what I never found? Pedophilia. Yeah. So it, it's not there's there. This this 13-year-old girl. There was so many people hate Trump. If there was a shred of evidence of that, it would be everywhere. This 13-year-old girl case is brought up right around Stormy Daniels and involves people who worked at Jerry Springer. And she would never show her face to anybody. Then there was this weird interview that her face is blurred out. And it's just like, and then the, the, like, everybody that's the witness are all employees of Epstein. You know, and it's just like this weird, like, it doesn't even make sense. There's a lot of shit you can say about Trump. Fucking corruption when it comes to money laundering and all the, obviously you're saying there's some sexual blackmail on models and shit, but I mean, him to, uh, doing it on other people, uh, his connection to Zionism, but it's like the one thing that we, it's, uh, he's not a part of is this pedophilia because it would have came out already and it would have been mm-hmm. used against him. That's why they do this blackmailing on pedophilia. These moments where if you get out of line, they pound on you, dude. They release that. Dennis Eckerson must have done something or whatever. It's, it's worse than that. It's not just like, uh, we're going to wreck your career with this. It's we're going to make your career because of this. We're going to promote you because we own you. Because the moment you go against us, here comes the story, right? Then it's in the media, and then people are told to care and point the finger. And they have moved more and more away from the homosexual blackmail and into the the pedophilia because that it's nowadays they've moved the bar so much with this that if you just had a regular affair with an adult woman and it's just adultery, it's almost forgivable. People are like, meh. You know, so they need something dirtier. And like, okay, you're gay. So McGreevy did that. Kevin Spacey did that. And, th- and it turned around. They're like, oh, you're so heroic for being yeah. gay, even though you're sleeping with a man in your, w- in your wife's bed while she's dying of cancer. They already, found out the worst, they already found out the worst thing you said was grab him by the pussy. Yeah. That was literally yeah. the worst thing they could find. And that's pretty much everyone was like, well, okay, yeah, she's and over 18. Like, okay. He walked in He's on 17-year-olds. <laughs> he walked in on 17-year-olds. It's like, dude, listen, man, when we talk pedophilia – I mean, 17 in some states is underage. There's some states where it's legal. I'm not saying he should walk in on 17-year-olds. But what we're talking about is like like preteens. We're talking 12, 11, 12, 13. We're talking raping them, not walking yes. in on them or whatever. Yes. I mean, we're talking we're routine. Talking he pimped them out. Uh, it's, it's disgusting. And he hit some pretty hard players in there. He had Glenn Dubin. 
who's another Jewish uh, multimillionaire, maybe billionaire. And his own butler confessed to witnessing a girl just shaken, torn up, you know, where uh, Glenn and his wife had both abused her, a young Swedish girl, a little girl, too. And when we're talking about Ahud Barat, Ahud Barat, who is the one that introduced the Black Cube to Harvey Weinstein, ex-Massad agents, to go after the victims of leverage rape, uh, he's the guy whose his own president, Moshe Katsev, was convicted of rape in Israel. The Israeli president was convicted of rape. His He's the one that moved around his delegates and his uh, his ambassador to Brazil, Ari Scher, who, along with George Steinberger, set up a ring, this is so disgusting, where little, little kids, like eight, nine years old, oh, man, this pisses me off. of so fucking smut much. films. This is going to make you flip the table right here. Where children as young as two babies raped to death on film. You could sell it for $4,000. Raped kids to death. They got busted because the Israeli consulate swimming pools in the background of some of the videos where they're having kids fuck each other and they're punching like little boys. And when they got busted. Yeah, this is this is going to make you furious. This? They were abusing a 13-year-old Latino boy, beating him, beating him to death and raping and humiliating him. This is what people wanted to see. And Israeli tourists are buying these tapes and engaging in these things. You could go to a hotel. They had another ring in Colombia right after this. You know what happens to these guys? They just get moved around. They go back yeah, to Israel. They like tried the to put Ari Shur as an ambassador to Australia. And the Australians are like, we don't want this guy. Uh, another one of them is, is currently working in China. And all, Ahud Barat, and they, it's just like the Catholic Church. They just move them around. They get busted, raping kids. When but I hear this, man. Over 63,000 people were involved in this, buying these smut tapes and things Dude, where kids are getting raped story, to death on film. And no news. Everybody. I'm so upset because when I hear this story and then I hear these fucking piece of shits who are my friends who I love with all my heart do the, do the mental gymnastics of getting so offended that a, a guest on, on Alex Jones said nobody died in Sandy Hook and running around like the sky is on fire, okay? And then in the same breath saying, oh, dude, no... Pizzagate is stupid. It's a kid's... How do you... I hope you stretch. I hope you warm up before you do these mental gymnastics you're doing because you're going to pull a fucking muscle trying to do the shit that you're doing in your head right now. It's disgusting. And it's like... People are like, oh, you just enjoy... Do you like this? Look at me. I'm at a comedy network right now and I'm the guy that's got to do this. Yeah. But I'm that's, the guy that's got to do is look at definitely... my fucking energy right now. This is not fun. I do not enjoy this knowing that there are people who are just fucking co-signing on this shit. This is not fun. I do not enjoy this. And I don't know why this is a fucking political fucking argument. Why are we go? Why is be. it where you fall on? Everybody Democrat? should be against raping kids. I don't know. I didn't why. like having to fly to Google to get my stuff back for being anti-war, anti-rape, anti-starvation, anti-slavery, anti-Al Qaeda. Man, you know, I it's the epitome it. of it's the exact opposite of hate speech, 
and we are the ones getting censored for saying not to do all these horrible things. Why? And like I couldn't make up a story this complicated if I tried. The Alan Dershowitz, Mr. But I kept my underwear on. I couldn't have raped her. He defended Roman Polanski, admitted rapist, flees to France, just fucks off, right? Uh, he defeated, uh, he defended Brach Leibovitz, who raped uh, a teenage boy. Uh, and he's there, and he's in on the islands, and he, oh, I got a massage, but the girl was of age, and I kept my underwear on. That's what he says. Oh, and I mean, then you got the guy from The Simpsons getting um, mas- foot massages. And it's just like, why are we okay with this? Why? I'm telling you why we're okay. Because this thing is so deep and dark. And there's so much intellectual property that has been purpose- purposefully connected to these people. Which makes it so people don't want to lose their money. Where is the Cosby show right now? Where is that show? Gone. Gone. All those actors, all those producers, all those executive Get a producers. Get Roseanne. Where, gone. <laughs> or Twitter Nobody's comment. making money off it. Imagine if they did this with Steven Spielberg. Okay. Family guy. Fam- Steven Spielberg uh, joined the mega group. Oh, yeah. That's where I got <laughs> that. That's where I fucking I mean, Hollywood that. has got plenty of pedophilia. It always has. So where, uh, does, where does Harvey Weinstein is not like the first person accused in Hollywood of uh, doing what he did? The casting couch is real. Where where <laughs> does where does does Maxwell does so the blackmailer blackmails the blackmailer? Um, so it's almost like my joke. I got told I look like a rapist who rapes rapists, right? So we got a, we got a, uh, <laughs> okay. See, I got to laugh on this episode. Um, so, so we got the blackmail, blackmailing the blackmailer. So at some point, so what you, happens? You ever see a mugshot of a rapist? And you're just like, yeah, it looks like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just look at him. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to thank you. Just, like, look at that guy. Thank you, you for confirming like they got, what like, that the guy said. And the weird eyes, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, he looks like a child molester. So, and they always look, you always know. But the point is this. So, at some, Robert Maxwell, Giselle's Maxwell's um, Janine or Giselle, whatever her name is, uh, her Jizz father, fixes. her father, very deep uh, in Mossad, very deep uh, into the blackmail game. Uh, at some point, he kind of loses it, right? And he's stealing money from pensions, right? He decides mm-hmm. to cut off G- Maxwell, Giselle Maxwell's daughter. She's living this very eccentric, very uh, rich lifestyle. She he dies, well, he died mysteriously, yeah. and leaves her very mm-hmm. little money, if any, right? For how much money he had, uh, she's now used to a certain lifestyle, and this is where she gets into it. Where she takes well, daddy's- she knew exactly where to go because most likely Robert and Epstein were already working together, and she knows where where to go. And when he drowned off his own boat, he tried to blackmail the Mossad, which is something you just don't do, because he had gotten into a lot of debts. He was he his media empire is the who told on Mordecai Benunu, who was a whistle a Jewish whistleblower from Israel that told the world that Israel had nuclear weapons and took pictures of the warheads. Went to the UK, went to the Sunday Times, and Maxwell got wind that Vanunu was talking to reporters and helped set up the hunting trap in Italy that got put that put uh, Mordecai Vanunu in prison, solitary confinement for eleven years. So when he died at his funeral, by the way, he's buried in Israel. 
not in the UK. His body is in Israel. It was attended by uh, Yitzhak Rabin and um, six current or former intelligence officers from the Mossad. So all the Mossad chiefs that were still alive went to his funeral. His eulogies read by a former Israeli prime minister. So he was definitely working for the Israeli state. And his daughter runs right to Epstein and continues her highfalutin lifestyle because she knows that was one of the uh, central uh, deep saying in America that had a, they already had fingers in the pie, literally. But Epstein did the cardinal mistake that a lot of drug dealers, you never dip into your own stash. He <laughs> was dipping into his own, own stash. Do you think his goal was to dip out since he had that passport? You think they caught him a month early? You think he was ready to go? Disappear? So that's that passport's interesting because the passport is not recent. It, it was in his safe along with a lot of money. And it, it was an Austrian passport with a Saudi Arabian mm -hmm. address. And the stamps in it is showing where he's going to Spain more than anywhere else, where which is the headquarters of Anand Khashoggi, who's the uncle of Jamal Khashoggi, the one that was murdered, who, who the Saudis were able to find because of the uh, Pegasus software that the Israelis developed from Promise Software, which Robert Maxwell stole from the United States. But uh, Anand Khashoggi is known for the rape cruises, where he would get a lot of prostitutes on a yacht going to international waters and rich Saudi businessmen and Spanish businessmen and whoever would go there and just uh, completely sexually abuse uh, prostitutes legally. Uh, they paid them, but they're like shitting on their faces and pinning them down in cages and cutting their hair off and just humiliating these women and then throwing some money at them or whatever. Uh, that was something that Anand Khashoggi is known for. But his headquarters in Spain, uh, Epstein is in and out of there multiple times with a passport with the address in Saudi Arabia. So if Epstein's caught uh, and his passport has a fake name and fake address, he's like, it's not that guy. That's going to lead back to some ghost in Saudi Arabia who doesn't exist. And their excuse was, oh, he just <laughs> he just had a fake name on his passport because of uh, they didn't want a rich Jew traveling around the Middle East. Well, A, he's traveling around Europe. B, no one's going to see your passport other than one person at the airport or whatever you know no one's gonna care who you are he had a fake address in case he got caught while he was over there that's what it was unbelievable Shit. dude so we got the boffins again this is their second trial they're involved with in child sex trafficking you know the second one in a yeah. year even though uh, and then let's get into this man uh everybody was yelling, screaming at me when I go, why are they dropping the charges? Why are they dropping? The man's dead. Why not leave him open? You have cold cases open forever. They just sit there on a file. Why are they open? Oh, let's see. Trump passes a bill that says if you're fucking associated, found to be associated with human trafficking, your assets can be sealed. I mean, uh, assets can be seized. Okay? So two days before he kills himself where he's had his lawyer and some young girl hanging out with him. I mean, uh, he does a, a fucking will to a mysterious group. Some say it's Bill Gates. Some say it's his brother. Anyway, the will is made, okay? And then two days later, he dies. So they drop really, the charges. Really, one day because he made the will 
that evening, and he died super early in the morning. So basically, they gave it about 32 hours, like enough time to to verify it and and let the ink dry, and then he was dead. And he actually died a, a good hour before they announced that he died. So I was on a, another show, and an EMT, Alex McNabb, was saying, and he he listened to all the reports from the medical people. Apparently what happened was after they murdered him or killed himself, they left him there. Uh, and so that after an hour had passed, there's zero chance of revival. So, yeah, they worked on him for 40 minutes, you know, trying to revive him. But they made sure he was good and dead and no, and was cold with no pulse for long enough that there was no chance that he was going to be revived. So Ryan. He had broken bones in his neck. Uh, he's Everyone said he, they're going to kill him, including... Epstein himself said, they're going to kill me. Someone's trying to kill me. Uh, the guards don't show up. The logs are faked. The cameras don't work. Uh, it's unusable footage in the hallway. His roommate has moved out when it's not supposed to be. His own lawyers took him off suicide watch. There's a lot of coincidences there. So, a lot of incompetence you'd have to have. Ryan, do you uh, really he's believe he's dead? I mean, do, is there 100% oh, yeah, proof? Dead. He they, he's too risk he's he's useless alive. He has too much heat on him. He can't do anything for them now. He is the dead man switch. Him trying to plea bargain. Him talking to people in the prison. Any info he could say, even to another crook, is dangerous. Uh, what's weird is Patrick Ho is in the same jail, uh, who helped launder money and move around for African dictators in Chad and Uganda, which the Epstein and Maxwell were bragging about. He's in the same prison. So Jeseline's already got a. A man on the inside and uh he's involved with uh tony guerreras i wrote a report about this he wants the details and about it but maxwell had this uh charity called it was an oceans like it allegedly it's to clean up the oceans or whatever that's bullshit it was called terramar and it was endorsed of course by the clinton initiative and uh so she was being able to use this uh, nonprofit as a way of selling like plots of ocean water to people for environmental reasons. But it really was just a big money laundering operation. She closed it down the day Epstein got arrested. She was like, shut that down and disappeared. I guarantee you that bitch is in France right now. That picture she took at In-N-Out, whatever, that was old. <laughs> that was planted. That was to throw people off the trail. She's probably sitting there having tea with Roman Polanski. And – uh Jean-Luc Brunel is missing, too, and I think he's also in France because uh, they won't extradite. And that's who owned or ran MC2 models, uh, MC2, like MC squared. They, they're a modeling that. agency, and there's – oh, there's the map there, the old map. Okay, there's that's the, good enough. There's yeah. one thing that – You can see him, and Jean-Luc is right below Jeff okay. Epstein right there in the center and MC2 modeling. And they, that's the one – they were housed by uh, Mark Epstein. And Sarah Kellen was living there, too, and she was one of the recruiters. And I believe Sarah is seen going into the New York mansion uh, and talks briefly with Prince Andrew, who sticks his creepy head out and looks around as young, young girls are going in and out of the building, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I had a big sign when I was in the UK that said Prince Andrew is a rapist. <laughs> How was <laughs> that received? Triggered. There's one thing on mm -hmm. here that... Uh -huh. that How was that received? What the map? No, that, so how was the uh, how was oh, the, oh, the, the sign. Prince Andrew thing? 
a lot of people were laughing and giving me thumbs up and stuff, but there were some people that gave me the how dare you speech that are just like royal loyalists or whatever, which I think is hilarious. I'm like, prince of what? Queen of what? Y'all lost. Like, yeah. there's no monarchy. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? <laughs> yeah. And that makes me think that they're at the high of uh, the power structure and that maybe, th- dude, that they have their hand in a lot more shit. Like, Ryan, why, why is the pound worth so much that England has no natural resources. What are they exporting? They are the city of London. That's their big thing. It's central to banking. They probably have a mm-hmm. hand in everything. There's an argument that they, they export their own citizens. <laughs> yeah. They and don't they, mind having a, a high pound because they got to import. They're not an exporter nation. Like Japan drives the yen down on purpose because they need to sell Toyota and Honda and products all over the world, Panasonic, Sony, et cetera. People buy Japanese stuff. You probably don't have a single thing in your house made in the UK. Probably not a single thing. Yeah, They're not a manufacturing base. So what is base. it, man? So they need, they need, a high, they need something uh, high purchasing power. Uh, so they're going to keep their currency as high as possible. It's unbelievable. Uh, and, well, apparently they're voting today about Brexit no deal or not, so we'll see what goes down. What do you, think's, what do you think is that? What do you think's behind that? Do you think that is uh, the uh, the British the Brit, uh, I mean, like we know that the New World Order, the British family, is part of that. So would they want Brexit or they want the UK? I mean, people don't understand this. I want to say something to everybody. For you people out there that think England or Europe is this wonderful place and they've banned guns and everything is just wonderful over there, you are full of shit. Dude, the EU is unelected bureaucracy. They are people put into positions of power unelected. There is no right to privacy. There is no freedom of speech. You have destabilizing immigration done on purpose. There are parts of Europe that you're not allowed to go unless you're Muslim. Okay? I'm not anti-Muslim. I have Muslim friends. Here I am again giving this disclaimer before I say this. If you think that this place is paradise, you're not investigating enough they're gonna i was just there i i can tell you london is the worst place i've ever been and i've been to new jersey (laughs) like slums in china (laughs) yes that's saying something you know you're just they just did a test on touch screens at a mcdonald's every single one of them had fecal matter on it had shit on the screens streets smell like piss there's so much and yeah maybe i live in japan i'm used to things being clean or whatever but I've been around the U.S. I've never seen anything this filthy, ever. And Baker Street, I mean, it's just burkas as far as the eye can see. I thought I landed in the Middle East or something. And I I don't care. Like, I don't care what ethnicity somebody is, what their religion is or whatever. But wouldn't it be sad if you went to a capital city in the Middle East and it was a bunch of white guys serving pizza and cheeseburgers? Like, that would be sad. It's all the done on purpose. city in the U.K. couldn't get bacon. Because your workers won't touch it because pigs are the devil or whatever. <laughs> like, they, it is disgusting. No, there are two the homeless truth, people dude. beating the hell out of this change machine because their tubes only take coins. They won't take paper money. So I, I had to go in. We go. One stop. Had to get out because the train in front of it broke. It's like 40 degrees in these little capsules. out of one-year-old baby who people yelled at. Who the fuck yells at a baby, Who right? Who yells like, at a baby, Never happened dude. in my life. Anywhere I've ever been. I go to London. It's like 
everyone hates themselves. No one cares. But you go outside of London into England proper, people very polite. It fits all the gentry stereotypes and stuff. But in that city, it's a complete shithole. Yep. It is it is gone. It is unfixable. They should just sell it to the EU. I'm <laughs> like, telling you right terrible. now, dude. I thought people were exaggerating. I'm like, no. Guns no, it, to me I, is the most important issue in this town, in this country right now. There's a, there's a camera on every corner. Yes. They film everything. And they can't do anything the, about what's going on in France right now. You have some people with guns and others with not. Uh, not with guns. And they're in their 40th week of or 50th week of rioting. Okay? And fighting back. Mm -hmm. And you don't hear about it. All we hear about is Hong Kong, which has humongous CIA prints all over it. You know, and I'm not saying that China or Hong Kong should make a stance right now. But, dude, when you start looking at what Google's doing, dude, you want to see a crazy video? Look up the Truth Factory and the Truth Cat. She breaks down all the shit going on with the heads of Google and China. It's insanity, dude. It is. Let me tell you how creepy Google is. This is how creepy Google is. I was ultimately going to the HQ in Dublin in Ireland. I stop in London because there's the Assange rally and there's also a Google headquarters in London. As soon as I got off the plane and turned on my phone and hooked on the Wi-Fi, I get a mail from YouTube. Finally, I've been trying to reach them for a year and a half. You know, you can never reach a fucking person, right? It's just they send you the guidelines. It's a big loop. I'm like, I'm not breaking these. Da, da, da. Finally, like. Uh, we know your public intention to go to the London headquarters and just know your our security will physically remove you and yada yada yada. Like letting me know that they know I'm in London and what oh, and what they think Holy I'm gonna do. Shit. Right? And threatening me. Did I'm you like, write illegal that to anywhere? Go, to, go there, right? Did you write that anywhere or say that anywhere? Oh I no, I was I was going to Google in Ireland and I said I'm going to London first, so they just assumed that. So what? Why you know where I'm going? Like, I've been trying to reach you forever. You act like you don't know me. I'm trying to get my videos back up. Not just monetization. I'm like, I'm just trying to not be censored, right? 13 years worth of labor from 2006 to now. All these videos detailing all these events. And you're just going to erase them, right? So, yeah, I'm going to show up in person. Uh, I go to Ireland. I met the mayor. I went in the, the Dawson house because my long time ago, my family built through a Three streets in Ireland. I met a senator. Just went to his house. Google has more security than the mayor of Dublin or an Irish senator. Google's got – they had like 30 security guards out there just waiting. And they had pictures of us because I sent scouts first. I met some local Irish people that were fans of the channel and stuff. They don't know their faces or whatever. They go first and they're looking at the security guards and the security guards had pictures of myself – my co-host, my Jewish co-host, by the way, uh, and another person, and, like waiting for us to show up. So I go there anyway. I'm like, well, whatever. You know, can't Holy go in. You got to get a badge. Shit. Oh, how do we get a badge? Oh, you got to talk to management. How do you talk to management? Because that's the whole reason I'm there. Can't get hold of a fucking person. So these bug men come out and they're like, oh, we'll talk to you, right? And I talked to some Google engineers and stuff, some weird people. And what this was a weird question I got because I'm explaining everything. We're not doing hate speech, trying to get a channel. 17,000 channels were erased last month. And this guy says, would you support Donald Trump? I'm like, what's it matter? No, I don't. I mean, it depends on the issue. I support him talking to North Korea. I don't support his Iran thing. You know, I have a nuanced view on Trump. But why are you asking me that? Like, should, you, you should, 
did I break the rules or not? Why are you censoring me? It's very clear that they have an anti-Trump agenda. And we caught them on tape with that. Project Veritas saying, we can't have another 2016, right? So this is real. Google is manipulating the elections. It's not Russia. It's Google. Google has the ability to promote or not. Look what they did to Tulsi Gabbard, right? They choose who's going forward and who isn't. And you can't talk to a human being. That should scare the hell out of everybody. Well, the word is is that there is a bunch of um, attorney generals from a bunch of states are about to move forward with a um, antitrust against Google, and that's a big reason Good. why Google started putting uh, 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 some of these these channels back up. And you like yeah, Alex Jones back. for like a week, for yeah. like a, I, or a day he was up, and they already took it back down. I mean, Sherman antitrust laws should be enforced. They should break them up. Um, because this is something YouTube affects our elections and they're deciding what content can and cannot be on the platform based on a clear political bias. There's nothing to do with hate speech or promoting violence or anything like that. It's a clear politically motivated bias where under the guise of fighting white nationalism or whatever, you know, they're just censoring anybody they don't like. We uh, I I got banned. I'm I'm banned on Twitter right now for a week because I explained to people the term what retard really is <laughs> and why he was a retard, and they banned me for a week. And it just had me right around when I was explaining guns and why guns are so uh-huh. important and why gun why these false flag attacks have all the same characteristics every time. You talk shit all the time. You just talked about. I talk mad shit yeah. about everybody. You talk about fat, mat- uh, fat, fat models. You were fat I shaming people. I talk about people. how I'm a flat ass, high crack nigga. <laughs> yeah, you and know? you have the uh, the crack robot too. Yeah, yeah, the crack robot's great. <laughs> I love that. He's Ryan Dawson. This has been a great episode, Ryan. I want to get you on with uh, Jan's Irvin to debate uh, Zionism versus is uh, radical. Islam uh, and his belief that anything anti-Semitic is propaganda in his eyes. And I would like to have him on. I want to have him on. I'm not just here to talk to people I only agree with. I want to have everybody on. I would like to have you, Adam Green versus Jans and his uh, buddy he says he wants to bring on to tell me where I'm wrong about uh, that, you know, uh, we're bombing the fuck out of the Middle East and... uh, we're, well, you know, we've had these tile debates before, and it, I, I always trounce these people. And so probably they won't do it is what I'm going to guess. I'm all for it. I'll say that right now. I'll do it right now. I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict right now they chicken out of that because I've debated IDF soldiers. I've debated all, all manner of these people. And what they're doing is indefensible. I mean, you got snipers shooting kids in the balls. Like, yeah, you that's can't, it. You can't. Uh, the best thing they can do is try to keep people from talking about it, right? Anyone that goes to Gaza, anyone that goes to the West Bank says there's only one side that fears the camera, and it's the Zionists. All the Palestinians are happy, like, oh my gosh, someone's hey, here with the camera. They're going to show the world what's going on. Palestinians That's would why like they guns? had to ban those congresswomen from visiting. Because as bad as that looked as PR, letting them come would look worse. Because they'd show the world the conditions the giant Indian reservation that they've created called the West Bank that's being ethnically cleansed and colonized, home demolitions and the rest of it. It's you know, a business They can't let the world see that. You can't argue that away. 
business. He's Ryan Dawson. And they're supporting the radical Islamists. He's Who's not supporting putting ISIS up with right it. now. He's fighting the fight. He's <laughs> Ryan Dawson. We love him to death. His fire. Uh, we. This would be a great uh, Aaron thoughts, but because uh, I can feel the energy. Can you feel it oh, from I, over I, there? The whole I can time. Feel it. I feel like someone's cooking like double stuffed crust pizza over there. <laughs> uh, I love you guys very much. This has been a great Ryan. You're always welcome on the show. Uh, you have an open door. I'm gonna try to set that stuff up. Uh, we're gonna be doing a lot more shows coming up here soon, so you are always. You gotta welcome. do a Unabomber show sometime, too. dude. Please, let's kind of run it back, dude. We did one before with the Grimerica guys. I'll do it again. I would love to interview that guy. I don't know if it will ever happen. He's one of the best researchers in the business. They all seem to be in Japan. Uh, but now he's here, he's rocking, he's got the robe on. Never come on the show without the robe again, dude. That's what gets you banned from this I, show. I ran and got it, man. I got it out, even though it's August and it's hot. <laughs> You're the best, dude. <laughs> Guys, we're going to see you on the road. Come. Check us out. Live shows are coming. We're going big. You guys are the best. We appreciate you again. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, everybody involved. XG, you're the best. We'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.